0: You can have all the skill set, all the knowledge in the world, you could have the greatest knowledge in the world. But if you don't have the business background, if you don't have a a sense of of marketing, of how to communicate your message to people, no one's going to know who you are. No one's going to be accessing your service. And the world is going to lose a a bright light because you're not going to be able to survive.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Balu, And boy, do we have an amazing guest lined up for you today. She is a repeat guest, yay. And she happens to be one of the super successful members of our highest level mastermind program, E-Circle Academy for Thought Leaders. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one The only, the legendary Dr. Valerie Frank. Welcome to the show, Dr. Val.
0: Thanks, Nikki. What a great welcome.
1: Well, we're known for that here on this show. And the reason we have great welcomes is because we have great guests just like you. So thank you. You're so welcome. So Dr. Val, my listener, my longtime listener to this show knows exactly who you are because you have been one of our fabulous guests in the past but we've got a whole bunch of new listeners so they may not know your story and before they can truly give their heart and soul to you before they can fall in love with you they need to know your story so tell us your backstory how'd you get to be the great dr valerie frank
0: Oh, thank you so much. Actually, my uh, journey starts out uh, in university. I was studying uh, marine biology actually at first, and uh, it wasn't quite what I expected. And so I actually took a nutrition course and fell in love with nutrition and started to want to become um, a researcher or to work with animals and animal nutrition. So through my studies at uh, the University of Guelph, amazing university, still love it. Um I ended up at the very end of my undergraduate degree um, getting quite sick. And, you know, I would be asleep for 10, 12 hours and I would wake up for an hour and I'd be exhausted and, and want to go back to bed. So I went to see my medical doctor and my medical doctor is absolutely amazing and she did every possible test under the sun um, available to her and she just she looked at all the results and said everything's coming back normal Um, you're you're just exhausted you're you know you're you're burnt out so go home and sleep some more and I thought if I sleep some more I am gonna slip into a coma I just can't do that so uh, on the advice of uh, my wonderful aunt um, I went to see a naturopathic doctor and my naturopathic doctor looked at me and said, This is your diet. And I I couldn't believe it. I said, I'm I'm a nutritionist. Because you know, when you just graduate from an undergraduate degree, you think you know everything, right? For sure. So I thought I knew <laughs> I thought I knew everything. And so I said, That's that's not even possible. I, I have this undergraduate degree in nutrition from this incredible university. Like if someone was gonna know about nutrition, it would be this university, right? And so What ended up happening was uh, we did some food sensitivity and intolerance testing. And sure enough, as soon as I took those foods out of my diet, my energy came right back. My whole health turned around on a dime. And so then I was just, I was floored. I was like, well, you guys have secret knowledge. I want to know what you guys know. (laughs) So I went to the uh, Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine here in Toronto And, uh, I actually graduated 20 years ago and that's really when my journey, to be honest, really started. So from there, I actually uh, got out into practice and started working with patients and I would have these wonderful protocols. So I thought, and, you know, my patients would have uh, some challenges in terms of really implementing it and due to lifestyle issues. And so I started to take other journeys and I started to take a journey. uh, I became uh, certified to do hypnosis to help in terms of some of the blockages to lifestyle factors and some of the emotional eating patterns that some of my patients had. I went on to see a real need to study about the mind-body-spirit connection. Uh, I started to see that all disease process has this root in the emotional body and the spiritual body and the mind and the body uh, and the spirit are not separate. So I became certified as a yoga instructor and uh, did a lot of uh, work that way, and then went on in my later years as well to um, study and upgrade my acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine skills in Hangzhou, China. So I, you know, really studied medicine and natural medicines all over the world. I've also I got to study visionary cranial sacral therapy with a master in uh, Hawaii as well. So it's been a a long journey of really looking into the patients that I've had coming in, looking into their health and looking into their needs and then learning how best to support that on all different aspects.
1: Well, Dr. Val, that's a fascinating story. And I'll tell you what I think you left out of your story. Because sure. I know a bit of your story. You forgot to tell the folks that you graduated with the gold medal at the top of your class when you studied to be a naturopathic doctor.
0: Well, I did. Yes. And I I won the uh, Leo Boucher uh, Award for the most outstanding student in clinical nutrition. So I I did graduate at the top of my class with honors, which was um, just so um, humbling because my peers and colleagues are fantastic. And a lot of them have gone on to do just these amazing things in terms of their own practice
1: that's fantastic. It truly, truly is. So that really sets you up to become a thought leader. So talk to me about uh, why, why'd you decide to come and seek us out?
0: Sure. So what had happened in my practice is I was finding that I was at a time in my life where my practice wasn't generating the income that I would have liked or expected. And, you know, I had taken on extra teaching positions and supervising positions. And I still teach at the naturopathic college. I absolutely love teaching there. But what I was finding is that I felt like there was knowledge that I didn't have. When I went to the naturopathic college, they did a fantastic job of teaching me how to be a naturopath, which is great. And that's their mandate. And they excel at it. However, in terms of the business skills, there's some business programs that are there that are taught, but it really didn't give me a really solid learning and knowledge in actual business skills. And so, you know, I was just at a point where I was kind of seeking that next bit of knowledge again, in terms of the naturopathic college their mandate is to train naturopathic doctors, but their mandate is not to train business people. And, and I, I get that and I, I appreciate that. So I thought I've spent all of this time, you know, my last 20 years of practice, plus the four years at the naturopathic college learning about naturopathic medicine and how to be the best I could be at what I do and still continuing that journey. There's always more to learn. So why I thought, Am I not applying that same thing to business? And how do I expect myself to actually really understand how to excel if I have no education and training in this area that is absolutely critical and integral to uh, the practice? You can have all the skill set, all the knowledge in the world. You could have the greatest knowledge in the world. But if you don't have the business background, if you don't have a a sense of, of marketing, of how to communicate your message to people... No one's going to know who you are. No one's going to be accessing your service and the world is going to lose a a bright light because you're not going to be able to survive. How many people can you serve and help and, and move forward in their life if you can't make a business of it and you need to go work somewhere else?
1: You know, that's so well said. I was listening to you and thinking to myself, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm glad I'm recording this because we're definitely going to take some of what you said and use it in, in the messaging we put out to people. There are a ton of great healers out there in the field of naturopathic medicine and in other healing professions like chiropractors, physiotherapists, massage therapists, chiropodists, optometrists, you name it. I suspect that not many of them really learned a ton about business when they went to school would you would you say that's probably accurate
0: I would say that's that's very accurate and and I'm not criticizing any of the schools for that because it's honestly it's not their mandate you know there's so much information that a medical doctor has to be taught while they're in school, or a chiropractor or a naturopath or a massage therapist. There's so much information that they have to learn. So to try and teach business on top of that, you'd be there, you know, for, you could be there for years more. It's just not, uh, not practical. So every, um, reputable naturopathic college, chiropractic college, medical college that I know, um, has some type of, uh, business program. They, they do want you to be successful, but it, it's just so, it's just the, the basics because they just don't have the room in their program to be able to, there's already so much information that they have to really integrate and, and communicate. There's just no room for for a full business course.
1: You know, it sounds like it would be a good idea for there to be some sort of postgraduate course of study for naturopathic doctors, for chiropractors at their colleges that really gets into the business of how to run a practice.
0: (sighs) In an ideal world, I, I absolutely agree with you. I know, you know, just looking at the profession, my profession, and I can speak from the fact that, you know, I, I was a supervisor at the naturopathic college for a number of years. And, you know, I, I'm a teacher there. Um, and and I still teach uh, at that program. And I keep in touch with a lot of the students. I, I feel very connected to them. And what I do find is that, when a lot of the students graduate, they really feel like they don't know how to start. They don't know where to start. The resources aren't out there. And I hear them saying all the time, I wish I had more knowledge about the business skills and the business aspect. And I can't even tell you what percentage of students that are naturopaths just aren't able to get out into practice in the first year and and do that full-time. they can't generate enough income to support themselves the fee- pay back the debt and and make a living when they first get out. It's it's a real drain on our profession and it breaks my heart because these are people who really have a lot of knowledge. They have a lot, a big heart. They have so much that they can give to the world. Um, And, you know, I think the world needs more naturopathic doctors. I think the world needs more chiropractors. I think the world needs more medical doctors. The world needs more people who have compassion and want to help their fellow man and they're just not able to do that and it it breaks my heart
1: yeah I, i i really see that and it's something that we've noticed right as you know i work with my better half Teresa. And one of the things that we're doing right now is we're making a big push to be of service to people in the healing professions like you. We want to marry uh, good business knowledge of how to create a fantastic thriving practice with thought leadership, because we think that the two of them go hand in hand. There's one thing that you said that I really want to unpack. You talked about they don't know how to be known out there. So if you recall... Uh, in what we taught you, we said that an expert is someone who knows something, but a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. So, would you agree that a lot of naturopathic doctors are experts? They know what they're doing, but they're not necessarily thought leaders.
0: That's correct. Absolutely. I'd agree. hundred percent.
1: So, what attracted you to the idea of becoming a thought leader? And how have you been, you know, thinking about how to position yourself, you know, through the work we've been doing with
0: you? That's a really great question. So I, with all of the experience that I've had in terms of naturopaths out there, because if we actually like kind of track this back, so I know I have an undergraduate degree in nutrition from the University of Guelph. So I've got training in nutrition from a Western medical allopathic perspective. Then I went to the naturopathic college and I have all of that nutritional training four years from a holistic nutritional perspective and an in-depth biochemical perspective of nutrition. And then I went on to study nutrition from an Ayurvedic perspective when I did a lot of my uh, yoga teacher training. And then, you know, a lot of the the visits that I did to ashrams and um, a lot of that work and deepening my knowledge through that uh, Ayurvedic paradigm. And then I went to China as well. And so I was able to be in China, in the teaching hospitals there, learning about herbs, acupuncture for sure, but seeing from a traditional Chinese medicine perspective, uh, what that diet perspective is. So I have this 360 degree viewpoint of nutrition that most people don't have, even other naturopaths, even other holistic nutritionists uh, or other types of nutritionists, there are very few people who have the knowledge that I do. Then throw on top of that 20 years of of practice and expertise in terms of using nutrition as my primary method of of focus. I have, again, the education and experience that maybe 1% of the population have. I know I'm an expert. What I also know is that there are a lot of people who don't know I'm an expert.
1: Yep. So
0: I was like, okay, great. I have all this information. I really want to share what I have learned because there's some concepts that I've learned um, and developed over the past 20 years that are, are really revolutionary in the sense that they fly in the face of what People, what the myths are right now and the current beliefs are about uh, a few different topics in nutrition. But I have all of this knowledge that I want to communicate. And I want to say, here's the truth. Here's what it is. Here's how you do this. And I want to share that with the world. So I know that I was struggling with getting that out. So that was what attracted me to, um, to go to the immersion in e And then once I got to the immersion... And I started to hear you talk about um, all of the different methods and, and the very specific and unique techniques that you use along with the community to help people develop that and express that out into the world and get their messaging out into the world. I just knew this is exactly what I need. You guys are experts in helping people become thought leaders. I don't have the time to become an expert in becoming a thought leader. I I've got 20 years of all of this education and experience that I I would love, I'm so passionate about, I would love to have everybody in the whole world know about that yesterday. So, so the, the attraction, you know, what really spoke to me again was, you know, the the heart space that you created along with the the thought leader um, expertise that you have. And then in working with both you and Teresa and, you know, really um, recognizing and really seeing the value of uh, what you offer and the fact that you come from the heart space and you just, you know, held my hand through the whole process, both you and Teresa. Um, and anytime I had any issues, you know, I could always come to you and, you know, I really felt that you were there to support me no matter what.
1: Why, thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. That's, oh, that, that just makes me almost want to cry. That's so beautiful. <laughs> So you really understood that you wanted to be known for what you know. That was really, really clear to you, right? And here's what I see as having been tragic for so many people in this space. And maybe it was tragic for you. You can comment on that in a minute. So many people don't know what they don't know when it comes to this. So they know they're experts at being doctors. They know their business knowledge isn't great, but they don't even know that they're not known for this necessarily. They don't know what thought leadership is. They don't know how they could be a thought leader and how this could help them stand out and help more people. What are your comments on that?
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a really big truth. And and I wanna unpack what you what you said because, you know, when I stepped into the immersion, that first day was just mind blowing for me. And I, I remember saying to you right away, like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't even gotten halfway through the immersion. I'm in. Cause it was it. But, but I also have to say when I went in, I didn't go in with the intention of, I want to be known for knowing this, whether I'm known for knowing it or not, it wasn't a big driver for me, but what was the driver was I, this, there's a burning passion to get this information out. Yes. There's a burning passion to actually help people on a, a a global level and, and mm. get this information out and into the hands of, many, of as many people as possible. And I do recognize that in order to do that, people have to know who you are. So you do have to become known for knowing something, <laughs> for knowing what you know uh, in order to accomplish that. That's that's just part of the whole process. But I, I really think that um, for many naturopaths, uh, chiropractors, massage therapists, physiotherapists, osteopaths, medical doctors, we come into it really wanting to serve and really wanting to help as many people as possible. And so you can't do that if you're not successful and you can't do that if you're not known. So, as soon as I saw the whole picture, the whole process, and recognized as well that this was coming from a place of love for, from you and Teresa, this wasn't coming from, yeah, this is just straight, you know, we're going to talk about just business and it's a straight financial exchange and that's it. You really put the service piece and the heart-based piece into it and, and you live it and and you, you walk that walk. Um, and that was really important for me. And I think for a lot of people who are coming from uh, the healing professions, it's going to be vitally important for them too.
1: Well, thank you. That's so fabulous. So, you started to understand this and you started to apply it inside your own practice. I remember when you started to explain what you did, I was instantly attracted to what you did and I became one of your patients and I went through your program and uh, it really made a fantastic difference for me. And I and I decided, you know what, you're so good at this that I ought to tell a whole bunch more people about it. So I I, I believe I've got to have sent you at least a dozen people who've become your patients as a result of the work that you did with us. What became clear to me though, when when you started to go through our work and express what you did was what set you apart from everybody else. Because you know, I'd gone to other naturopaths before. I thought, yeah, naturopathic's cool. Naturopathic medicine's got some unique aspects to it that other forms of medicine don't, but I didn't really understand what it meant for me in terms of how I could benefit from it. And when you started to understand how to position yourself and you told me what you did, I was instantly interested in becoming your patient. So that's a beautiful thing that you did.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. I I really appreciate that. And you know, Thank you for all those referrals, um, because every referral, of course, is it, it's the greatest honor anybody could ever, ever give a healthcare practitioner is to refer someone that they care about, because it means that the trust is there, the value is there. And so I really um, cherish that. And I, again, I, I can't think of any greater honor. And what I will say, the beauty of that is as well, and I want to express my thanks is that the people that you've referred have referred other people who have started referring other people as well. So the love keeps growing and continuing. And, uh, and again, I'm I'm deeply honored um, and grateful for that.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. The love keeps growing and continuing. That's a beautiful way to talk about how referrals can help you help more people and help you grow your business at the same time. I think it's a beautiful thing. So Dr. Val, talk for us right now about what your thought leadership is so our listener can really understand who you are and what you're all about and how you help.
0: Well, you know, when, when I first came to you, I was I was really struggling with this as you know because I was like, well, there's not really an exact word yet for <laughs> where my for where my area of genius is. <laughs> When we talk about balancing you know neurohormonal or neuroenderine the neuroendocrine system, you were like, "I don't think anybody's going to know what that means except for other people who are in their head all the time." You know? so we dialed down that message and and, you know it, essentially, we got it down to um optimization of human performance. And you know, I love how you captured in it in getting your sexy back,
1: yeah, that's so, beautiful. I love it,
0: yeah. So I think, you know, I know too many people are aging way too quickly. And so I, I had a gentleman in here the other day who was 30 years old and he was saying, well, I've got this pain and I've got that pain and this is going on, but I think it's just aging. I was just like, are you kidding? You're 30. 30. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you're not allowed to say anything about aging at this point in time. But, but to my point, you know, you shouldn't be talking about anything to do with aging at 50. Or, or 60, yet either. And I'll make the argument for 70. You know, we our body is this high-performance vehicle. And we start treating it, instead of treating it like a Ferrari, we've been treating it like a Ford F-150. But when you start to really get that, hey... All of the foods that I put into my body, how I nourish it, the lifestyle that I have, the thoughts that I think, all of this can reverse that quote unquote aging process. All of that can help in terms of keeping us fit and young. You can feel the best that you've ever felt at 50, at 60, at 70. And so I know I, well, I'm i happy to share. I just had my uh, celebrated my 50th birthday and I feel like I, and I am in the best shape of my life. I feel better now and honestly look better now than I did when I was in my 20s. It's because I understand what my body is trying to say to me, how it wants to be fed, how it wants to be cared for, how it wants to be nurtured, and I've worked to rebalance the the hormones at the uh, with the endocrine system and the, uh, balance the neurotransmitters. So, you know, really taking a look at that at that journey. If you're thinking that, hey, I feel tired, I'm gaining weight, I have aches and pains, and uh, you know, I can't perform like I used to you know, that's just because I, if you think that's because of aging, you're incorrect. That's not because of aging. And so when I work with um, CEOs, they have what I call a high performance lifestyle. And, and I'll say, it's not just CEOs. You know, I've seen um, moms of three children who have that high performance lifestyle where they're go, 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 go. just like an athlete who's training all the time and then um, having like a high output, Um, you know, there's a very special and specific way that you need to be balancing the hormones, feeding the body, fueling the body so that you can keep up with that lifestyle without it burning you out.
1: You know, that's so true, and it, it applies to everybody, but as you know, inside the Game of Thought Leadership, we want you to focus on your niche, right? Or as our Americans friends say, your niche. There are riches in niches our American friends say. There are riches in niches, our French-Canadian <laughs> friends say. It's true. There's, there's strength and power out of focusing on a particular group of people. Because if you go try to help everybody, you can't be all things to all people, but you can be something very specific. You can help solve a very specific problem for a very specific group of people. And I know you started working with high-performance programs for women, especially professional women, and then you started to uh, offer them to professional athletes, and you've got some clients who are in that space, and you start also working with CEOs of companies, and you've got clients that are in that space. We call that having multiple clusters. Could you talk for a moment about how this whole concept of clustering has helped you in growing your practice?
0: Sure. Um, I think the the first thing that it did was it helped me to get clear on, you know, really who I wanted to speak to and and where my joy was, Um, because I, I agree with you. And and I'll put this out there because, you know, I've heard so many naturopaths when they graduate, they open up their doors And they're just wanting so badly to pay off their uh, student loans that they're just saying, whoever calls me coming in, (laughs) I don't care. And and I caution them against that. Um, You know, really, you want to interview the person that is going to be your patient or and the patient should be interviewing you to make sure it's the right fit and that. It's the person that you would want to sit there and talk with them and be with them whether they were paying you or not. And so for me, I know that um, women between the ages of 35 to let's say 55 or 60 who have lived a high performance lifestyle, who have had that go, go, go lifestyle, and their hormones have started to become out of balance as a result of it. And maybe they've gained weight. Maybe they are having menstrual issues, hair loss, Um, you know, maybe they're just feeling tired, run down. They can't do the things that they used to do really um, weight is usually one of the big things where, where people kind of, where women kind of come in and they're like, I'm, I've been doing everything that I've done before and I just can't lose the weight. Um, and they, they fear like, I'm never going to feel as young and vibrant and sexy as I did in my you know twenties or thirties or anymore. And, or maybe they've hit, uh, I've had a patient who was Uh, In her 30s, who uh, was going into premature menopause. And so it was directly, that's all a result of living that high performance lifestyle, but not fueling it properly. And so the hormones went out of balance and the adrenals went out of balance, cortisol went up. So I know that if I work with those people, that I know exactly how, what their body is saying and how to tune them back into it so that they can lose the weight, get their hormones back into balance, have a regular, you know, normal menstrual cycle that they don't have to go into this early pseudo menopause. And unless, you know, usually there's, there are some reasons why someone would go into an earlier menopause, but in this case, it was just burnout or in many of these cases. So I know that I can get them to feel as young and vibrant. and energetic uh, and and sexy as they did, in, in the best parts of their lives, and and then they can move into their space where hey, they can live that high performance lifestyle. They can engage in the world with love and with passion, and um, and then they have so much more to give to other people.
1: So well said. I think that's so well said, and and it's very very true. We live in a time where stress is higher than it's ever been for a huge mass of humanity, right? And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, There's the craziness of the world, but there's also the craziness of technology. Today, people are addicted to distraction. They're addicted to these devices. And these devices, when you sit and you look at them for hours at a time, can actually start killing off some brain cells. And they create a low-grade level of anxiety and depression in people all the way around. So what you're talking about is absolutely accurate for helping people eliminate some of the negativity that's caused by the craziness of today's modern lifestyle, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Yes.
1: So as you do this, you've been able to find groups of people that really are suffering and you're able to provide a solution to the suffering in a way that nobody else truly can. And that's the beauty of creating your own cluster. And so since you've been doing this and you've been moving forward with this process, what's the impact been on your practice? Share that with our listener.
0: Absolutely. Um- You know, before we can kind of share the the present, I think it's great to put it in context with um, where I was at when I came to see you. So when I came to see you, as uh, when I did the first immersion, it was the year that my father had been diagnosed with a terminal brain tumor. And so when that happened of course you know my world was you know kind of stopped for a bit and uh, and my practice was was suffering at that particular point in time and so when I knew I needed some help kind of keeping me on focus while I spent that last little bit of time that I had with my father, um, just being able to be there with him and celebrate his life and find that those 10,000 little ways of saying, I love you and goodbye. I knew that I would need that, that focus. And so when I stepped into that um, E-Circle immersion, Uh, by that point in time, before we started working together, my income, I was just, I was losing income. I think compared to the year before I was uh, down about 10 grand in income and it was just, it was just sinking. And so once we started to work together, within the first month, I saw vast improvements. I saw an improvement in terms of how much income I had brought in, not just to the month previous, but compared to even the same month the year before. So my income went up, you know, I, it was, I think, July and usually July and August are the really quiet months in uh, my profession. And I had my best July and August. And then I believe what had happened. That's right. And then we are saying that's that, right. Uh, August. <laughs> I'm now I'm remembering the August month. Um, I was doing what I typically do in my busiest months, which is typically the busiest months for, for naturopaths tend to be or at least for me, my experience has been December. So it was like, you know, having Christmas in July and August. I so love I, was, it. I was doing those same. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And so, and then my income just kept going up from there. Um, unfortunately my father passed away at the beginning of, of January. So, you know, I was away from the, the office for a bit with that. And, um, of course, after my father passed away shortly after we went into COVID and you know had to shut down the practice and, and lock it down. But you know thanks to you guys and uh, what I had learned at eCircle and being able to transition to more of that thought leadership space and, and doing more teaching and, and being able to do a little bit more in terms of different types of workshops it actually was my income actually didn't go down compared to the year before that's crazy um, in- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, then at first, naturopaths couldn't practice at all. And then, of course, when we could uh, at least see patients virtually, you know, just because of the support that Teresa uh, was giving me and that you were giving me as well. Teresa and I really worked closely together to make sure that we were there supporting my patients, that we were reaching out. And a lot of my patients really responded positively to to those gestures. And so this year so. far, you know, since I've been able to practice, my income has just been going up and up. And the last, as of July 1st, I made another transition into my own office space. And um, my practice is continuing to thrive. And I've just been doing, um, my months are getting better and better. So even compared to last year, when I was working with you, you know, my income is still increasing. It's been amazing.
1: Honestly, it is truly amazing. And I'll tell you this, What is mind-blowing is COVID happened, lockdown happened. Most people were in a space where they made no income, right? They made no income for two, three months. Yeah, you made income. Now, maybe it wasn't the highest income you'd ever made, but you made income. It's a beautiful thing that you made income. And then when you transition into your own space, when you let go of the past, and I know that was a difficult decision for you to make, but once you made that decision and you committed to it, your income started to climb beautifully and wonderfully, and you started to help way more people. More people now know who you are. You're actually now officially a thought leader, Dr. Val. Congratulations, because now you can say after your name, Valerie Frank, ND thought leader. So NDTL for a naturopathic doctor thought leader. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You <laughs> <Me laughs> too, for sure. It's a beautiful thing. So before we get into how people can get a hold of you, cause we absolutely want to let people know how they can get a hold of you and and Consume what you have to offer as a thought leader and come in to see you as a patient. And because of COVID, you can actually see patients who aren't in the city right now. You can see patients virtually. So that's a beautiful thing. We really want to encourage our global listeners to connect with you that way as well. I'd love for you to maybe for a moment speak to someone who's listening to this podcast, who's a thought leader maybe, or who's uh, in clinical practice. And they're wondering how the heck are they going to turn things around for themselves? And I'm wondering if you would give them your thoughts and what you think they ought to do when considering how to get out of this situation, when considering whether thought leadership is for them.
0: The first thing that I would Want them to do is tune into their heart and tune into that space of passion, and really sit down and say, "What is it that I want?" Not, "What have I thought that I would like?" or "What do I think I can get based on uh, what is realistic?" Just, just clear all that noise and say, "In an ideal world, if you had one, you know, two hundred million dollars, and." you could have anything that you wanted. Like, what would that practice look like? Would you be practicing? Would you be talking to people? You know, what, what would, what would that look like? What is it that you want to contribute? Then coming from that heart space, really being honest with yourself and saying, okay, if this is what I want, I'm not an expert in business. I'm not an expert in marketing unless you have a business or marketing degree and then you are. But if you're trained as any type of again healer, any type of medical practitioner, any type of naturopath, chiropractor, if you're trained in that in a healing profession and you want to help people You're not going to be trained as a business person unless you have a previous life with a business background. So I would say whatever you want to create, and even if you do have that, whatever you want to create, you're going to need a community to help you and you're going to need experts to help you. You can't do it alone and you shouldn't do it alone because your job is to do what you love and to be that passion and to hold that space. That's your job. So you need experts who are going to help you to support you in doing that. People who you can say, "This is what I need. How do I do it? This is what I, I, where I need to go or where I want to go. Help me implement it. Help me get there." So, again, being really honest and saying, "This is where my passion is. I'm committed to following that passion." And now. I'm going to contact Nikki and Teresa because they're going to help me do it. That's what I would recommend, honestly.
1: Honestly, thank you for speaking from your heart that way, because you said it so much more beautifully than I ever could in that respect. So Dr. Val, how do people get a hold of you? How do they take advantage of the incredible services that you offer to help them create that high-performance, healthy lifestyle?
0: Practice phone number and cell phone is 416 317 4609. And then they can also uh, email me at any point in time at Dr. Val, so D R V A L, Frank, F R A N C N D, naturopathic doctor, at gmail.com. That's D R V A L, F R A N C N D, at gmail.com. I'm also on. Uh, Facebook, so they can go to my Dr. Val page and and like that as well. And uh, I am on Instagram, although I have to admit, I'm not that great at posting for social media.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I totally got it. That's one of the things that, uh, frankly, a whole lot of us can learn a ton more about. So what's your website, by the way?
0: My website is uh, drval.com.
1: drval.com. I love it. My God, that's so beautiful and so simple. So Listener, Dr. Val is the real deal. If you're not feeling at your best, if you're feeling some aches and pains, if the thought's been in your head, oh my God, I'm aging. I'm not what I used to be. I'm not as sexy as I used to be. I'm not as as strong as I used to be. I'm not as energetic as I used to be. You need to go to drval.com and all the other ways to contact Dr. Val that she shared with us, which will all be in the show notes. Take advantage of them. Make sure that you go and you book a session with her. Make sure that you do that. You know, Dr. Val, I'm going to kind of like on the fly, give you this uh, piece of thought, leadership coaching, but for folks who have never heard of you. Perhaps there may be a way to offer them, I don't know, a 10-minute or a 15-minute uh, uh, consult with you to find out about what you do. And then from there, you can uh, sign them up for one of your full consultations because that might not be a bad idea uh, as, as things move forward. Or if that doesn't work for your schedule, at least maybe create some sort of 10 10 or 15-minute self-video consult for them to do. Maybe of you on a video telling people uh, and asking them certain questions giving you a few minutes to answer them and then giving them a link where they can go and sign up to be in your calendar for one of your sessions. That might be a pretty cool thing
0: for you to do. Absolutely. And, you know, um, just on that note, I actually do offer uh, anybody what I call a fireside chat, which is just, you know, 15 minutes of let's just connect. Let's just talk to each other and see if I can help answer any questions that you have. And if they go to my website again, uh, sorry, I it's www.drvalfrank.com. Um, if they go to my website, they can actually, there's a space on there where they can book a fireside chat, and anybody's welcome to do that.
1: Oh my God. That's so amazing. I didn't even know about that. The Dr. Val fireside chat. Make sure, listener, that you go to drvalfrank.com. So we gave you the wrong website. Now we're giving you the correct one. Dr. Val Frank. It's all good. It's all good. So we're going to make sure that that's in the show notes so they can go and book a fireside chat with you. I I totally love that. I'm going to go and send a bunch of people to do that. That is so cool. I didn't even know you had that. See, I learned something new from getting to hang out with you on the podcast, Dr. Val. That's a good thing for me. So we're going to make sure that we do that. So make sure you tell everybody about this fireside chat. I think we should go on Facebook, tell people in the group uh, that they should take advantage of this. I think that's fantastic stuff. Okay. So make sure that you do this, listener. And we like to end off, Dr. Val, as you know each and every single one of our episodes by asking you as our guest expert to share with our listener, what are your top three pieces of advice for our listener to take on so they can take their thought leadership, they can take their business to the next level? What say you?
0: Well, I would say, again, the first thing is to get really clear about where their passion is and who the person is that they want to serve and what, their message is to, to the community and to the world. And then coming from that heart space, finding the people who are going to support you in that. So if you really take a deep dive and take a really honest look at yourself and inventory of yourself and say, these are the areas where I'm, where I'm not an expert. Now I need to find those experts and I need to bring them on board. So definitely don't do it alone find a community, find some experts who can help you express that passion and purpose.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. And and you know what? We would be thrilled and honored to have you come and have a similar chat to Dr. Val's fireside chat. We call ours a success call, But all you got to do is go to ecircleacademy.com and there's a button smack dab in the middle of the page and in the top right hand corner where you can book a success call. And it's absolutely free and we can sit down and have a nice fireside type chat about you, about your your goals, your vision, about where you want to take your practice to, your business to. Let's make sure you take advantage of that because that's important and powerful stuff. So Dr. Val, it's been a true honor having you on the show. I really enjoyed this chat even more than our first one. It was awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Nikki. It's great to be back, and uh, and I've absolutely loved it. And I'm really looking forward to. I know you haven't mentioned the next immersion, but I'm
1: really looking forward to it. We are doing our next immersion just in a couple of weeks, so by the time this episode is out, it'll be over. But we're gonna have one in January, and we're gonna put this episode out in time for people to learn about our January immersion. So if you're interested in that, folks, definitely contact us. The immersion is gonna be awesome, and uh, hopefully in 2021 we can start doing live events again because that's what really allows the immersion to to shine and and give you the ultimate value so let's make sure that uh that you find out about the immersion listener as well and come check it out that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast the thought leader revolution to find out more about today's incredible amazing guest the one and only dr valerie frank Go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Check out the show notes for how to get in touch with her. Check out the show notes for how to go to her website and book a fireside chat. And I highly recommend that you do that. And go to ecircleacademy.com and book a success call with us because that'll be a version of a fireside chat for you around your practice and your business. Until next time, goodbye.